On today's podcast, we have Avalie Wainwright with us. She's from Mimi's out in Perry, Georgia. She's a wife, mom, and epilepsy advocate. Join me today as we celebrate Avalie. Hi, girl. Hey. Hey, I hope I'm on here correctly and you can hear me okay. okay. Oh my gosh, your accent's so cute. It's so <laughs> thick. Very, very, very thick and I don't realize it until I am talking to someone that does not have the same accent as I do. <laughs> I love it. The fun in California. People loved it. Oh, when I traveled to Rhode Island, because they get real uncomfortable with that Southern uh-huh. uh, hospitality, that Southern friendliness. Oh, yeah. And it was really fun making them swarm. They do. They, they don't like that for sure. Like, Why are you saying hi to me? I know. And it's like, it's like, don't talk to me. I don't know you. Uh-huh. And I talk to everybody. Me too. You do? Oh gosh. Yes. Does your mom talk to everybody also? Um, she is, my aunt and I are a lot of like, we actually, like, I've found myself saying things that she says, like, she, like, she'll just say things that are, like, not appropriate, like, oh, I'm going to make out with you, like, to strangers, um, like, when she really likes something, and I find, I will find myself, I told my UPS man that yesterday when he brought me something I was excited about. Okay, I do the same thing, too. Mm-hmm. Like, if my yeah. girlfriend's so pretty, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I would totally yeah. be your girlfriend. You are yeah. so beautiful. Oh, yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so I'm so that person. Thankfully, like all of my friends get me. Um, and so when I tell my three-year-old that like, I'm like, oh, I can make out with you. And he loves it. He says, let's make out. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's do it. Oh my gosh. I wish you could meet my sister. She is the same way. She's so funny. Do you have, I love it. Do you have brothers or sisters? Yes, I have a brother. He is 23. Um, so he's, um, my kids will actually, actually be the, almost the exact same years apart as my brother and I are. I didn't know. I always think of you as the only child, but. Oh my God. He'll love to hear that. I can't, I can't wait to tell him that. I'm going to say they everybody, they thought I was an only child because you know, well, honestly, he is very much like he does his own thing, but he is, um, he's like the best uncle and the best brother. So he's living here right now, which has been great for us because he played college baseball in, um, he played college baseball in Arkansas and then he played Houston as well. So he's not really been home much. And so right now he's home, um, kind of waiting for his next move. So it's, we've, we've been really lucky to have him home. Well, I have a suggestion for his next move. Are you ready? Tell me. Yes. The Savannah bananas. I know. We'll see. He's done. He is retired baseball. I wish he would do that. He actually, they off, they actually offered him to come play a couple of years ago, but he had to start summer ball in Arkansas. So he didn't get to, which that would have been so cool. Oh my gosh. I know this is blasphemy to say this, but baseball bores me. You sweat in your lady bits and you're out there in the heat of the Texas sun. And I just, and it lasts forever. I can't stand it. And so I know that that's going to offend a lot of people. And I'm very sorry because I'm a a baseball family. So I can't, he play, I mean, God, we, I mean, we, I watched him until, gosh, he started when he was like, really started playing, like really playing at like 10. And then he played travel ball, all the, you know, the little league world series, the whole nine yards. And so then um, he started playing in college. And I mean, we, we love it though. (laughs) Love it. Now it's your time, but I was, I just discovered the Savannah bananas and I thought, okay, I could watch that. That looks like a ball. Yeah. It's my friend, Emily McCarthy. They go a lot. Um, but she says it's like hard to get tickets. Oh, like, I, I think it's like, like you have to like get them far in advance. It's not like you, like when we had the, we had the Macon bacon in, in Macon, Georgia. And uh, you could kind of just get, you could get tickets. That wasn't hard. And that was something fun to do like on the weekends. But I know the Savannah bananas, they're like, it's intense. They go all out. Mm-hmm. 
do you want to explain it for the for the listeners that don't know what oh yeah so it's like my so it's like summer league baseball um and so it's a lot of these kids that I say kids like I'm like 50 um so (laughs) they're these young adults excuse me um and they like have like between their their um, it's mostly college baseball players, but between the season and the season again, the school year, they have to like their coaches encourage them to go play summer ball. Um, so a lot of them go play in like some really competitive leagues, like in the Cape and um, places like that. But then there are some leagues that are like they're great, but they're also more like for fun. And so like the Macon Bacon and Savannah Bananas, it's like more theatrical. They they, they dance, and they do all these fun things. So it's really fun to take your kids. Um, so if you have a summer ball league in your town, I would look it up because. It's a really fun thing to do. It is. They do these TikTok dances, and these boys are fine. They tickle. Yes, and they tickle me to death. Oh, my goodness. They dance. And mm-hmm. they on a show, and it is entertaining, and you want to stand up, and you want to do the same TikTok dance they're doing. I mean, do it. They're going out for a pitch, and then all of a sudden, they just break out in this it's dance. It's so and fun. Then, and then they throw it, and then strike. It's just. Yeah. It's, it's just a blast. Me. I've yes. never been to a Savannah banana game. We, I'd love to go um, I, when I get to Savannah. I have several friends in Savannah, so we need, I need to try to make that happen. Exactly. I want to go, too. Well, yeah. tell and I'll send you money for a ticket. Yeah, come on. Come <laughs> on over. I'm dying to go. Okay, so you're from Perry, Georgia? Yes, that- I am from Perry. Did you go to school out in Georgia, or did you go? Yes. So, I went to Georgia Southern. So, I was um, in Statesboro. So, that's, like, actually, like, 40, 35, 40 minutes from Savannah. How long has your mama owned the store? So, she and I, I, so, she owned the original Mimi's, uh, let's see, I was 11, um, and it lasted for a year, and she realized having an 11-year-old and, you know, I think Layton was seven, um, and... It was just, she was just hard. It was, she was by herself and it was just, it was just difficult. And so it was actually across the street from where our flagship store is now. Um, and so then she closed that and, you know, my mom is the jack of all trades. She's been a caterer. She owned a daycare center. She was a teacher. She, she did all, all the built spec homes, she did all, all the things. And so in 2000 and gosh, I've like said this a hundred times. I don't know why this is hard to remember. Um, I was getting off, a, we had talked about um, my degree is in fashion merchandising and apparel design with an emphasis in visual merchandising. So right. I actually had, <laughs> no, you're fine. I actually had a um, internship with um, Tori Birch in so I was gonna have to move away, obviously. And so my husband and I, my husband now, my boyfriend at the time, he's a, he's a peach farmer. And he said, listen, um, you know, these don't, peaches don't move. So if, if we're going to like get married, you have to live here. <laughs> so I kind of had to make the choice like, okay, what am I going to do now? Um, so mom was like, would you want to open a store? And I was like, you know, sure. Well, so it was the, it was my senior year of college and this building came available downtown in Perry, like the perfect spot. And she called me and was like, Hey, I need you to tell me like right now, if you want to do this. And I was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. And so I, she was full-time teaching third grade and I was still in college full-time when we opened the store in whatever, almost six years ago. Oh my goodness. Okay. Did you meet your husband at college? No, we actually met in high school. (laughs) Okay. Please tell the story. Well, so we went to 
high school together. I mean, knew each other all growing up. I actually was in the same grade as his, as his younger brother, and we were good friends. Still are good friends. But he, um, Tyler was like just, the, you know, he was the older brother. Well, so ended up, I was dating somebody else, and we broke up, and they actually happened to be really good friends. Um, and so he, we just started dating, and um, then he went to college. He's th- so he's 30, so he's like three years older than I am. And so he, he will be 31, but he went to college and then, you know, the whole, how it usually happens, you break up, you do your own thing. And then I, on my 21st birthday, we started dating again, have been together ever since. (laughs) Yeah, he's the best. No, it's good. And I really am. It was a good time. You know, I always tell the girls that work with us at the store, I'm like, it's, it's good to like live your life in college a little bit by yourself. You learn Mm -hmm. a lot. (laughs) Yes. Because you don't want to be that desperate housewife. No, no. I, I don't think he would say that I am that at all. He'd be like, yeah, no, she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't really cook. <laughs> you don't really cook. Oh my gosh. No. You have a lot going on though. Yeah. So I don't, I, I mean, I have to say, I really don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't at all. Like I made grilled cheese last night. That's what we ate for dinner. I, you know, I support that. Yeah, I, I mean, my, my three-year-old was really happy and really and truly my 31-year-old was too. So, I mean, nobody was upset. That's awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have a couple questions for you out of the gate. Fire away. Okay. Avalie, where did you get that name? Is it a family name? No, it's not, which is funny. Um, everybody thinks it is. My mom, when she was, I mean, like on high school spring break and Miss Linda that actually worked at the store with me, she's like, I knew the original Avalie. Like I knew who that was. And so she was, they were in, gosh, Daytona, I think, or Destin, one or the other. And there was this little girl, this lady owned this, she owned this cute store and her daughter was with her. And mom said she was just the cutest, most precious thing, had the best personality. And so mom said, I always just said, if I ever had a little girl, I would name her Avalie. And so here I am. Well, let me tell you something. Every time I see your name, I think of, this is going to sound so tacky. I think of old money. It just sounds. (laughs) Thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It sounds like the Kennedy, yeah. Grace Kelly, Audrey Hepburn. Abilene it's definitely, Wentz. I don't know anybody else named Avalie, which is kind of fun. I was like the only one, you know, I didn't have to be like Avalie P or Avalie W because I was the only one. <laughs> it's so, it's a beautiful name, first Thank of all. You. It's, Thank and, you. It sounds like old Hollywood. <laughs> well, I love it. Or, or old money. I mean, I don't know. It just sounds very la di Thank you. I mean, I, I appreciate that. No, it is. It's fun. And I mean, when I go to the Chick-fil-A drive-thru, they, they're like, what is it? And I'm like, they'll say Natalie. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm, that's it. Mm-hmm, I'm Natalie. I okay. don't even try. That's better than what I got. So my name is Faith and all the uh-huh. little kids when I was growing up and I would babysit if they were little bitty and they couldn't say my name, they would call me fake, 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 mm-hmm. fake, you know, those are, those are, TH is hard. That's a hard ending sound. It is. Yeah, it is. Sometimes it sounds like I'm saying Kate. Yeah. Well, and you're just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, but imagine, I mean, trying to name your daughter when your name's Avalie. So, I Uh mean, her name name can't be Susan. I know you from Instagram when y'all had a contest. And I think Locust, Lane Rubs was in it. Yes. And I want to say, I think it was Elizabeth Wheaton from Wheaton Whaley. I think it was she in with that one too. She was in that one too. Okay. And also Locust Lane and Collectible Brooks. They that was were a all good one. 
And that was the first time I ever quote unquote entered a contest with a pure heart. I thought, yeah, I really like, I really loved collectible Brooks. That was my connection there. So mm-hmm. loved her. And I thought, you know, these are all really good women. I'm going to tag people because I believe in what they're doing and I want to see them grow. And I'm just going to give my all. And I want everybody to know about them. Not thinking I was going to win. win. Mm-mm. And so my little pure heart, I was so excited. And it was so many things that was on my wish list. And I'll tell you what, I really do believe that the Lord cares about even the little things because I had on there a new shack rug. I had on there lake pajamas. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm telling you that I had on there designer fabric pillows. This was on my wish list. See? And lo and behold, y'all's giveaway. Check, 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 check. All of it. Oh my God, love it. And so it was, first of all, it was answer to prayer. And it was done with a pure heart. And I feel like the Lord really blessed me and gave he me. Did. Gave me so much. And so I got, at that time, I got my first pair of lake pajamas. The which, best. Yes, from y'all's boutique, which I was obsessed with and of course started following um, Mimi's and then found out about your personal page on the Instagram. And yeah, found- that was actually my first giveaway, I think, for my personal page. Really? Yeah, yeah I think so. It was like Lake Pajamas and then y'all had, uh, I think, a gift card too. Yeah, I think I gave away the Lake Pajamas and then I think we did like a gift card from the store. Maybe, I think it was a gift card. We didn't give away a thing. I think it was a gift card. Um, I think it was. Because it's hard for me to give away things like with sizing and that kind of thing. And like, I would be sad if we were, you know, we turn inventory pretty quickly over here, which Mm -hmm. is a good thing. Um, But a lot of times, you know, if I give something away, it's like, oh my gosh, it's gone when it's time to, you know, collect the giveaway. So it's easier for me to give a gift card usually. Yeah. Well, I was just so excited to win. And then I got all these new relationships because I was a fan of, of what you guys offer. And so that's how my relationship with you started was just from a simple giveaway. And then now fast forward years later and I have my podcast and yeah. I want you to come on and to share your story, not just about Mimi's, but also about your son, Hayes, Haynes, sorry, Haynes. But you're okay. <laughs> it happens all the time. I'm like, Haynes, I know. Cause you have all these cute little nicknames for him. You'll call him Hainsy. Oh, and- he's, all, he's literally, he's most of the time he's Hainsy. Oh my gosh. He is beautiful. Thank you. That's my angel. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, are you ready to get into um, his story? Yeah, we can. I can do like a quick synopsis. Like it takes five years. I'm going to tell you the whole thing. But yeah, I'm happy to like share a little bit about that. I think it's a really good opportunity for you to be an advocate and for you to share. And also for young mothers or existing mothers that could be navigating a similar story. They won't they won't feel so alone. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, in July of 2021, um, he was, uh, my nanny actually called me. I was at work and said that she couldn't wake him up and he was having a hard time breathing. Um, and so at that point I beat the ambulance to our house and he was unresponsive. He had, at that point we discovered he had been having, he had had several seizures. Um, and so we, you know, flew up to our local hospital and they, how old were not he was um a year and like he was like 16 months and so we flew up to our local hospital at that point they just weren't equipped to handle it they discovered that his brain was swelling and um so 
what we didn't know is that he was continuing to have like long seizures, like 30 minute seizures. And so in the ICU, they, I remember vividly them saying, I heard them whispering saying, has anyone noticed he stopped moving the left side of his body? And so at that point I knew it was like really, really bad. So they, um, transferred us to um, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, um, the Scottish Rite campus, which is an amazing, amazing facility. And um, essentially they saved his life there. Um, he, I mean, at that point, they, I remember they told me like, you need to be prepared, like that he may not make it through this. Like he's very, very, very sick. And um, they, I mean, by the grace, there's so many, like so much of like God's goodness weaved into this story because I mean, I knew nurses at each place and a doctor that wasn't even supposed to be on our case that ended up saving his life, knew exactly what to do, um, and is still our neurologist to this day. Um, he was not supposed to take our case. He was full. And the nurse that we came to, you know, came to know and love, she begged him, was like, please take this family. Like, please don't, don't give them up. And so after that, we were inpatient rehab. So we were in the hospital a total of um, almost two months. And we did inpatient rehab. He was doing great. Um, the seizures had, had stopped. They had kind of gotten under control. And then January, well, we had noticed like before Christmas, this was in all, this was September that we were released from the hospital. And then around, mm, I would say around October, November, we started noticing really odd movements. And so like he, it, they started to get worse and worse and more frequent. And I kept calling and kept calling and they're like, oh, that doesn't sound like anything. I think it's just probably his muscles waking up and, okay. you know, all these things. And so we, I finally got it on video, him doing it because he started oh. to like hurt, he would hurt himself. So he like would hit the coffee table. He would, oh. his head would drop forward. He would just fall. And so I got it on his baby monitor and sent it to our neurologist. And he, and I knew when he called me 30 minutes later, I was like, this is not good news. And he said, y'all need to come on up here. And so that was the day after New Year's. That was like, it was like January 2nd or 3rd. And so we went up and we did, they did a 24-hour EEG and discovered that he was, in fact, having seizures again. Um, and they were about, at that point, it was like eight or nine a day. And then as it progressed the next few months, it would be like 18, 15 to 18 plus a day. Um, oh, my yeah, Does that was exhaust his body when that happened. Oh gosh, yeah. So his were a little bit different. So it would wear him out, but like I mean, not after every single one. But I mean, he couldn't walk by himself. He couldn't like play at all because someone had to have a hand on him all the time because he would. I mean, we but he busted his head open five oh. times and then cut his eye three times. And like my poor husband, they were at the grocery store one day and he called mm -hmm. me and he was like, I'm like, I'm, we got to go to the, I'm taking, we got to take him to the emergency room. I said, what happened? And he had had a seizure and cut his eye on the grocery cart and like just in front of everybody. It was just a horrible, really horrible time for us. Um, and we were so worried that defect, they were going to call defects, like legit call and be like, take him away from us. Cause they were like, why are we having, like, why is he coming? So that was like our, my biggest fear. And so fast forwarding, I started like obviously researching like a crazy person and um, we went to several different doctors, several different hospitals. We had tried five medicines and none were working. Um, some actually made it worse. And so I found a doctor in, um, in at Boston Children's and we flew to Boston and he told me, he was like, listen, I kind of was waiting for like a magic pill. And so he was the first person to really tell, like say to me, why are we not talking about surgery? And I was like, wait, what? Like brain surgery? And he was like, yeah, why are we not discussing removing the right hemisphere? Because at this point, we knew that the, the seizures were 
completely excluded to one side, to the right side of his brain. And I was like, oh my gosh, what? And he's like, listen, you know, we're talking about a cure versus talking about treating it. So, I mean, I don't know what you want to do, but I know what I would want to do. And so I'm like, that was the first person. That's the Lord really led us there because I needed someone to say that to me very bluntly. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, we came back to Atlanta and started exploring the option of surgery. Um, we started our surgery evaluation in Atlanta. They have a great neurosurgeon there, too. Um, and so the epileptologist, that's not our neurologist, but the surgery epileptologist, after 48 hours of his surgery evaluation, came in and told us that he no longer qualified for surgery, that the seizures were now bilateral, meaning on both sides of his brain. So... I was obviously devastated. She told me that we needed to just, him, you know, because he would deteriorate rapidly um, over the next several years. So, um, and ultimately, you know, it would, these would kill him. So I was devastated, obviously. Um, oh gosh. It was, it's a, it was the most, it was probably the most horrible. It was, I, I know it was the most horrible time in my life. Um, and so after that, I had met through Instagram, which I know people like give Instagram a bad name, but I, my child was saved through this. But my friend, Sarah, um, I had met her through her son, Alistair, had had a hemispherectomy at nine months old. And then I had messaged her and we had kind of talked before his surgery evaluation and I told her what the doctor had said. And she just told me, she was like, you need to like, don't accept that. Like, that's not, that doesn't sound right to me. Like, you need to call this doctor at UCLA. You need to call Dr. Jose. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. And so I sent him an email and I didn't hear back, didn't hear back. I sent that man an email every other day for three weeks, (laughs) like begging him to see my child. And then I also started the, um, we started the process at Boston and then also at Cleveland Clinic um, to get second opinions. And on, weirdly enough, they could net, this is the craziest part of the story, is, you know, we got the records sent and that if you have a medically complex child or just in general have ever had to try to transfer records, like, God bless you, because it's a nightmare. Um, So finally, it took two and a half weeks to get records transferred. Well, then Cleveland Clinic or nor Boston could open them. They wouldn't, they weren't able to be opened. Well, so the day that Cleveland and Boston both were able to open, open the records, I woke up to an email from Dr. Hussein at UCLA. And he said, I think I can help you. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. And so his secretary called and said, oh, he doesn't have an opening until August. And I think this was like, gosh, this was G- May. Yeah, this was May. And I was like, oh my God, we can't, we can't. Like the more seizures he had, this is like time sensitive. And so I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll take it. Well, I got an email from him 20 minutes later that said, I'll, I'll see you um, on Monday. <laughs> and so we oh. Zoomed with him. He's an, oh. absolute, he's an absolute genius. He's an absolute angel. We Zoomed with him on that Monday. And he hadn't even seen the records. He hadn't even seen his scans. Just from oh. the impression of the EEG, he told me, he said, respectfully, I think I disagree with them. And he essentially, I mean, by all, you know, at this point, we know he was correct. And so we flew out to, he said, how quickly can you get out here? And my husband said, how quickly can you see us? So we flew out, this was on Monday, we flew out that Thursday. Um, My mom, Tyler, and I, and Haynes flew out, and then he did a surgical evaluation at UCLA, and the chief of neurosurgery for pediatrics happened around on him and said, I think I disagree. I think I agree with Dr. Hussein. I think 
you know, we see why she thought that, that he wasn't qualifying, but there's a tiny movement. Every time he would have a bilateral seizure, like a left-sided seizure, there was a tiny movement on the right. So what they discovered, because these people are absolutely brilliant, they discovered that he had so deep within his brain that it was popping up on the other side, but it wasn't stemming from the other side. So that was like oh. the best news we could have gotten. So after that, I got a call. We got home. I got a call and he said, are you still out here? And I said, no, we're back in Georgia. And he said, okay, how quickly can you get back out here? He said, I think we need to do this. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. okay. So we had to make the decision within about 45 minutes, whether or not we wanted to remove the right half of our son's brain. Um, oh. And yeah, and hopes of making him seizure free. So the good thing for us was that he had already had the injury. Um, when they did a PET scan, they they saw that his right side had zero function at all anyway. Um, okay. And so really and truly, it wasn't a hard choice for us because we were like, well, I mean, you know, all the right side was doing was just causing him seizures. So we're like, it's not helping him at all. Um, but it's still a very hard decision to make. And so we said, let's do it. So we flew out five days later. Um, and he had his surgery on July, um, on June 17th, and he has been seizure-free ever since. And we will celebrate his um, hemiversary in a few weeks. I know, one-year anniversary. One-year anniversary. So we are seizure-free. He's been seizure-free almost a year. And that's like a, the year is kind of, the year mark is like a pretty big milestone. Can you explain what a seizure is or what it looks like? Yeah, I mean, it's just essentially, I mean, seize, people can seize in a hundred different ways. I mean, you may have a friend that has epilepsy and she may have a seizure like every month or may have them just when she sees a strobe light. But there's also intractable epilepsy, which is what a lot of these children have. Um, a lot of my friends' children have. And it's caused by, it could be genetic. It could be, hey, this was caused obviously by a brain injury. Um, but, the, I mean, you just... You have just these convulsions, and um, it's it's a pretty hard, hard way to live. But the more you have them, the sicker your brain is, um, and the more brain function that you lose for the for a lot of these people. Um, so that's kind of an a. I mean, I I don't really know the probably know the medical terms for what a seizure actually is, but um, you know, well, it's it's a terrible way to live for sure. Yeah, us mamas just need to know what it looks like for you. Mm-hmm. I don't you know, it looks, well, it's hard for us. It was like, he just, he would drop. Um, but for some kids, it's like just an eye twitch. Um, so my biggest advice is if something seems off, just take them in to be evaluated. And if you're still concerned and your pediatrician tells you it's nothing, um, I would, I would just, I mean, if your, your mom gut really and truly knows what's going on. And so I would just take the next step and get a neuro evaluation. It's not going to hurt. Right. Who supported you throughout this process or who is your support system? Oh gosh, my family for sure. Um, Ty and I are very lucky. We have you know two great sets of parents um, that are very helpful. They both went out to California with us. Um, and then my, both of my aunts came out. My mom's sisters are like my other moms and they came out and uh, were there with us during the surgery time, which was unbelievably helpful. Um, and then, I mean, I have wonderful friends here that, I mean, I say my, I have a, a, a wonderful friend of mine and our kids are the same age. And when Haynes would have a seizure, you know, instead of like panicking and oh, is he okay? But she just, we, she just wouldn't say anything because it is hard, you know, to have everybody looking at your kid and cutting, is he okay? Blah, blah, blah. And so it was nice to have those friends that gave you that sense of normalcy. Um, and then my friend Sarah is just, was absolutely my sounding board. I mean, she had been through it. Um, her son had the same surgeon, same, um, neurologist and she was truly like my absolute lifeline. I don't know what I would know without her. 
I would not have done it without her. That's for sure. How do you deal with work-life balance with all this? Because you're so blessed to have the storefront that you guys have because yeah. it's yours. Has that right. given you freedom? Um, yes and no, um, because you don't just clock out when you own your own business. Um, I may not physically be here and like, I'm actually in my office, but I may not physically be in my office or be in the store, but I'm constantly like working constantly. I do all of our social media, all of our ads. Um, and so I'm constantly doing that and constantly answering questions. If the girls need any help or, you know, if we have an, a customer issue, that's usually what I'm handling. Um, so you don't get, you do get freedom where I don't have to ask somebody to leave, <laughs> but you know, it was, it was difficult. And when he was really, really sick, mom and I are so blessed to have, um, you know, we had two ladies that have been with us since pretty much since the beginning. Um, and they, I mean, mom and I just said we would have just, we would have closed the store until he was better. Um, but they held down the fort. They never called, they figured it out. And, you know, if they didn't know, they just said, well, listen, we don't know, but we'll figure this out and, you know, we'll do it the best way we know how. And, um, but now I, we have, um, we do, I do have a full-time nanny. So I will say that is very, very helpful. Um, and so I know a lot of people don't, I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, she's absolutely wonderful. He loves her so much. And so do I. Um, and so that's nice that I can kind of be here. And then mom and I, you know, have had the, the conversation and I've, and so, I mean, he is my first priority. It, I mean, my family is my first priority, but I do love my job and I love, I love my girls and, um, you know, it's a, it's a fun place to work for sure. It looks like fun. I'm, I <laughs> love good... it. You get in there and you model and I'm so glad <laughs> to see that. I mean, you're so daggum cute. And you're you got so sweet. Nice Thank you. Figure. And you got the nicest figure, but you're also human and a mother. So it's just yep. nice and refreshing. And, it, and, you know, I, I can see, I can see me. I can see my friends going, okay. Oh, I can wear that. Oh, that looks good on me. Okay. Yeah. I know that looks right. And so it gives you like a point of reference instead of just doing flat lays. Yeah. You know? And that's kind of my goal. And that was my goal when we did this. I said, I want these trial sessions to be like, you're shopping with your friend. Like, and that's kind of how I've tried to make it, you know, and mom and I are actually doing one today. I'm making her do one with me. She's not excited about it. Um, but I said, <laughs> no, so you have cute. to. I know oh. she's freaking adorable. Um, but she's just so like, She's not like, does not love being on the camera. And I said, listen, people like she's 50. I'm like, people your age that like have great style, like you want to see what you're wearing. Yes. Um, and so she, yeah. see it. you want to see it. So, you know, we try to cater to, you know, moms and people that like to dress a little more preppy, a little more conservative, um, but also just have really fun and great style. So that's kind of, kind of our goal around here. Well, do you guys in town, do y'all just call it Mimi's? Yeah, it's just Mimi's. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows your mama. Does everybody just call her Mimi? No, well, no, everybody just calls her Kimberly. Oh, well, where yeah. did Mimi's come so from? So, her, um, my cousins, her nephews have always called her, she couldn't say Kimberly, so it just came out Mimi. And so, she's just always been Mimi, and we just, you know, her first door was Mimi, and then, you know, this is, then we just decided to do Mimi's for this one too. So that was actually my choice. I was like, I think let's just name it. You know, it, it was cute. I think it's adorable. So, and then we did open our men's store um, in November and it is called JD Griffin, which is named after her dad who passed away when she was seven. Oh yeah. So it's super special. See, I didn't realize that it was a joint 
business. And so that's mm-hmm. so exciting because it is. Yeah. You get We've been crazy. Get all sorts of viewpoints too. You get your mother's viewpoint for, you know, a more established audience and you get right. your for like the fresh, fun stuff that, you know, cause I don't want to be out of style. I tell young people all the time, please stay in my life. You keep me young. I need keep to know me that. young. Yes. I know. And they do. I have to, I mean, we have to, we have some, you know, high school girls that work with us on the weekends and during the summer and I'm like, okay, wait, is this cool? <laughs> so would y'all wear this? <laughs> you know, they're like, okay. yeah, not really. Yeah. Uh, you're like, oh, crud. oh, okay. I'm not, I'm officially not cool, but you know, whatever. I need to look at my messages. I messaged you. It's been a while. It's been a while. I messaged you and I took a big leap of faith. And let me tell you something. I, I've done this quite a bit to people that I know. Yeah. And I, I had one of them turn out sour. Um, oh, she gosh. didn't take it the way that it was intended. And so I have a tendency to predict pregnancies for other people. Oh, I my just, gosh. I thought you were about the podcast, but, yes, this is flipping amazing. And I've literally told everybody about it. So please carry on with this. <laughs> well, I just get these feelings. All of a sudden, I just get this feeling. and I, Or if I'm, you know, scrolling or going through Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is. And I'll see somebody and I'll think, oh, my goodness, are they pregnant? If they're not pregnant, they're going to be pregnant soon. And if they're going to be pregnant soon, sometimes I'll get like, oh, they're going to have a girl or they're going to have a boy or whatever. So I predicted it. I predicted um, a triplet pregnancy. Uh, This woman had been struggling for a long time and she was really upset about it. And I saw her at a wedding. I knew her personally. And I just said, it's going to happen for you. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. It's going to happen before you know it. And you're going to have more than one. I don't want to tell you you're going to have five, but just get ready. And she was so traumatized. I don't even, I don't even know if she remembers that conversation, but yeah. I did this over and over again. And I did it to you. I messaged you and I did not know you other than Instagram. And I said, I'm so sorry. Um, I, I hope you'll take this the right way, but I just get this feeling that you're either pregnant or you're going to be pregnant really soon. And you, you, were, and you, the funny thing is you were like, I'm not saying you look pregnant. Yes. And I'm like, okay. Well, cause I've had people before, like after I had Haynes, like, you know, you think you look really good. And this one lady was like, people are so mean on Instagram. And this one lady sent me a message and was like, are you pregnant? And I was like, no, but thanks. You're like, thanks a lot. Yeah. Okay. But now I'm going to go die. Okay. It was December 15th. Okay. Do you want me to read you the message? People are going to think. Yeah. No, I no, I, Cause I'm telling you, I've read it to 15 other people. Okay. This is what I wrote on December 15th at one thirty in the afternoon. So there was like not anything fishy going on. I don't know your full story. Please excuse my boldness. And please understand when I say this, it's not based on anything other than a feeling, a tug, something like that. I keep getting this feeling. You're going to have another baby. You don't look pregnant. So my words are not coming from <laughs> your parents. You might be done having babies. So my thought might come from something else that is growing from you. But I get a very strong feeling you're pregnant or about to be. Every time I see you, I think, is she or is she about to be? And I'm serious. This is what I was thinking. And I find that is hilarious. I haven't had this feeling in a while about anyone. And it could be related to something else. But I can't help but think you'll have another baby and it will be a girl. I had to tell you because if it happens and I didn't, I would kick myself. Now, the last girl I told took it literally. She was unable to get pregnant. But what I didn't know was that she was marrying a boy that had two children so she did get kids, just not of her own. And it hurt her by sharing. My intentions are to give hope, not pain. I hope this makes sense and taken with sweet love. Lots of hugs from Texas. 
and you were just so gracious with your response. Oh, well, because I was thinking, like, I was like, that is so sweet, but like, no, like, I'm not pregnant, like, no, like, we're not planning to have a baby. Um, and so actually, like, we knew we wanted a second one at some point, but like, we had also just talked about like, we may be done. Um, and so it's so funny because, um, I found God, um, January, February, um, I found out I was pregnant in February. Um, so that's what, so it was like two months later. Um, and it was definitely a sweet surprise for sure. <laughs> and then to find out it was a girl. And so I had to text you. I had to send you a message because I was like, I don't want her to think she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, on March 22nd, you sent me a picture of a sonogram and you said, this is top secret news. But I felt like <laughs> I tell you so you didn't feel crazy. Yes, and then- I thought about you. I was like, this is crazy. And you were convinced the baby was a boy, but you're like, maybe I'll convinced. be surprised. And you're like, you'd be happy either way. And then, um, and then you found out it was a girl and a little girl. Mm-hmm. I was just so excited for you guys because thank you. your journey has been so long and so long. I mean, is there not anything else to say? It's been traumatic. So long, <laughs> so hard. So she is, we keep saying that she's like, definitely our like sweet ever after for sure. Um, I think I put that in my post too, that she just was like the surprise, like the blessing we didn't know we needed. So um, Mm -hmm. we are just, we're absolutely over the moon and just Haynes is so excited to be a big brother. And, um, you know, he talks about her all the time. So um, we'll see how he feels when she's actually here. But (laughs) I think he is going to just love her. And I think so too. He's just the sweetest. I mean, I'm very biased. Like I didn't think I'd ever be this way, but I'm like obsessed. He's just the sweetest thing on this planet ever. I mean, gosh, he could be such a, you know what, after all he's been through, but he's just the sweetest kid ever. Well, I'm glad to hear he can be a stink pot because, you know, he's, he's still progressing. If he was just perfect all the time. Oh yeah. No, he, um, three has been hard. Three, three. Wow. Like everybody told me about two and I'm like, I, I remember thinking, I told Tyler this, I was like, Oh my God. Like everybody talks like, like we just lucked out. Like he is just so sweet. Like, like two, he just, yes, ma'am. Like whatever. Like he does what we ask of him. And then it's like three hit. And I was like, who is this person? Like, what is this small little dictator that we have have in our home? And so I'm tougher on him than Tyler is. And so he gives Tyler, you know what, like, all the time. And I'm like, he ain't talking to me like that. So you better get a handle on that. But he's no, I dude it. I dude it. It's, well, I mean, he wants to dude everything. Girl, he is right on track. That is such a good sign. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't know his story, and that's the great thing is like, you know, if you don't know, I mean, he's just absolutely, I mean, he's just thriving. So it's it's really amazing. We're, we're so thankful and so proud of him. He's worked really hard in therapy. So he deserves all of it. He goes to preschool next year. And I, you know, I told him, I saw his teacher at the grocery store yesterday and she said, we prayed over all the kids and especially over Haynes. And I said, and she said, and his mama, I said, yeah, pray for me, please. Cause I'm going to be sitting in that parking lot. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, when Sailor Kate turned three, that's when I started really drinking wine. Cause it was hard, but let me tell you, I really don't drink that much now. So, and she's think, 11. So it's better. So it got better. Oh yeah. yeah. It, I'm not it, ready for this girl thing. I'm kind of like, Ooh, like I'm very excited for all the frills and having a buddy and like, she'll always need me, you know, when at some point. Haynes is gonna you know get married and he's not gonna need his mommy anymore Um, and I'm like she'll always need me but I'm also like I've loved having a boy like oh like it's true what they say about boys loving their moms because he's my angel 
He's so precious. Thank they, you. They love you so much. I We have one, and mm-hmm. she's 11 and a half now. Yeah. I have and a half because I really feel there, there's a big difference between yes. and 11 and a half and 12. But um, there, it, it, it gets so much easier because you're not having to do things. Like, yes. It just takes, it just, it's different. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about, I feel like I'm starting over because he's, he'll be almost four. Um, he'll be like th- a little over three and a half when she's born. And I'm like, he gets his own snacks. He gets his own, he puts his trash away. Like he does all oh. these things. And I'm like, okay, like now I'm going to have to like be somebody's like complete, you know, yeah. caretaker. No, you're going to do great. And it's going to, the, the situation's going to be different. So it may even seem easier because you're not going to have the same medical stress. And I'm speaking that as a prayer. Thank you. I hope so. That's what my OB keeps telling me. He's like, he told me at my appointment, I was just like, so numb because I'm like, I'm sure something's wrong. Like, I'm sure that. And he was like, listen, he was like, statistically speaking, he was like, this should be pretty easy for you. He's like, y'all kind of been through it. So um, and then I had a terrible oh. kidney infection after I had him. Um, like I was septic, was in kidney failure. I was in the hospital four days when he was nine days old. And so he's like, yeah, we should just like, this is going to be easy, like smooth sailing. I'm like, I hope so. Let, no. let's, let's, let's speak that into existence. No, she's going to be totally healthy. So I like just from delivery ended up contracting, somehow contracting E. coli in my kidneys. Okay. Yeah. So no, it was me. Thankfully it was not him. Oh, girl. Well, I'm so yeah. grateful I got a nanny to help. Oh, God, me too. I don't know what I would do without her. We love RJ. She's the best. <laughs> I mean, for real. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Okay. So, I want to know how you know James Farmer. Oh, my God. So, James and I, um, so his sister, Meredith, and I are really, really, she's one of my favorite people in the entire world. Like, literally, it's probably going to be in the room when I deliver this baby and taking pictures. Um, but yeah. we, so we just met through Meredith. Um, and then now he's become, like, one of my greatest friends too. So we, um, we were a lot alike, which is funny. He always says, he's like, Evelyn, you're like <laughs> the same person. You're a girl and I'm a boy. I'm like, I know. So he's just, he's the best. He's a, a really wonderful friend. Um, and I think, I think he really loves Haynes more than me, but, and actually he loves Tyler. I think the most out of anybody, they love each other. So, um, but no, he's just, he's just as great as, as he is on the internet. Oh yeah. I know. I was following him and then I wasn't following him. And then I saw, that you know him, and I was like, I better follow him because he needs. To <laughs> and I was like, oh. he's so funny. He's a mess. Yeah, he um, he cut. He came and did my planners for a party we did together, and he called me a couple weeks ago, and he was like, "Are they dead?" And I was like, "You know they're dead. Why did you even ask me? <laughs> you didn't come water them. You know they're dead." And he he told Tyler, like, he's like, "No, you said you were going to come handle this. We all, you knew they were going to be dead." Okay, who is the gentleman that did your foyer for Christmas? The glitter. That's our cookie. So that is my friend, Corey. He actually owns the store next to us. And then he was on Food Network for Christmas last year. Um, we're, I'm so proud of him. He, so he also does um, amazing, like gorgeous cookies. And so he, um, I mean, he's a jack of all trades. He has um, a gift store. And then he also, um, he, he does, he decorates for Christmas for like certain people. He used to do it for a lot of people, but now he just kind of does it if, you know, your friends or and so he is like one of my very best friends. And so we call him Cookie because when, you know, as Haynes has grown up, he's, you know, he's always around. And so whenever he would come over to the store, he'd come get him and they'd go get a cookie from his store. And oh. so every time he'd come, Haynes would say, it's Cookie. Well, and so now he's Uncle Cookie. 
Um, and so he is just, yeah, he's just the best. He's so creative. He's like, I don't know what I would do without him. He's absolutely my favorite person on this planet. Yeah, I saw that um, he, y'all called him Uncle Cookie. And yeah. I thought, wait, is he really an uncle? Where does the cookie name come from? He's and- just, yeah, I mean, he's just, yeah. We, we, for the most part, we usually just call him Cookie. We all do. Like, Tyler calls him that. My mom, like, all of us call him Cookie now. What's his um, Instagram? So his, um, he's now, it's at Sweet Evelyn's is the name of his, um, his like cookie decorating his, um, and that's also, he's merging both Instagrams now. So after his, um, food network appearance, he's, he's had to kind of, um, merge everything together. So, um, but yeah, it's sweet Evelyn's E V E L Y N S that's named after his grandmother. Okay. Well, I'm going to follow him now. Cause I saw, and he's the one that he, he's the one that decorated. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was like, he's, I call him my glitterville fairy. It, you had like a, uh, uh, the one that did the nutcrackers. And yes. Mm-hmm. That He's was like, him. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So he like cut and chopped and moved. And, um, so we've got some big plans for Christmas this year, especially I said, I'm having a little girl in November. I said, it's going to be pinker than ever. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's, so we're excited. It's going to be a wonderland. When does she do? November 5th. Taylor Kate was born November 6th. Well, what a good month and a good day. I'm kind of hoping for like before the 5th, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we'll see come. what happens. They come on their own. Yeah, they come when they want to come. So, they do. So- you know, I'm just going to I'm just going to enjoy it and just ugh, like you just know now how fast it goes by, so. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, I do this thing with all the guests on the podcast and we talk about the paint colors in their home. Yeah. You- do you happen to know any of the paint colors in your house? So you're going to laugh. Literally, my entire house is Chantilly Lace. <laughs> oh, like okay. Literally, when we renovated, um, Kelly Gordon um, was my interior designer, and she helped with, um, like, all, like, she drew the plans and everything. Um, but she, like, I just told her, she was like, I think, let's just, do you want to just pick one color? And I was like, yes. I wanted, like, hospital white, but, like, not hospital white. And so my mom used it um, in her house too. And so I just, I loved it. And so we used it for all over. And then I like painted some cabinets, different colors. So um, like my laundry room cabinet, I think is Constellation. Um, and it's like a light blue and I love it. And then we used my outdoor space, all the trim and the, my door and stuff. That's all Constellation too. So I used a lot of blues. And then my, gosh, and, I, and I, I've sent it to 100 people. My bar area in my kitchen is, um, gosh, I'm so mad that I can't remember this now. But I do know my living room is caulk green. Okay. Um, but my bar... God, why can't I remember this? I had it all written down and I left it at home. Um, I'll, 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 I'll send that to you later if anybody asks. Oh, I figured out the other person you're, that I thought you were talking about. Glitterville. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Glitterville is what we, is what, that was all my Christmas decor came from Glitterville. Yes. And that was so cute because it's Thank all you. sweet colors. Oh, it's so sweet. It's pinks and blues. And thankfully my boys were like, do whatever you want to. So we had, Corey did a little bit, Corey's his actual name, but Cookie did a little more of like a masculine kind of like um, gingham. I think it was like a blue and brown check for my living room that was a little more masculine for my boys. Yeah, everything, everything is really beautiful. And Thank I love, you. 
<laughs> I love that you dress Hanes in classic children's clothes because I used to- I know, but he like wants to wear big boy shirts now, which is literally breaking my heart. It's wrecking me from the inside out. I know, I know. I don't have he- any. I don't Ugh. have anything. Tima Cotton. <laughs> yeah, no, no more bubbles, no more John Johns. He's like done. He's like no big boy shirt like dad. I'm like I said. Oh my god! I said I told Tyler. I said, You've been grooming him. <laughs> <laughs> so, but now I'm gonna have my girl. I said she's gonna wear bubbles and bows until she's 15. Oh, I know. Oh my. <laughs> my, this is my last I, chance. I think Sailor Kate. I think bless her heart when she was learning to crawl because I put her in those long rompers. Yeah, they're adorable. And the bishops, in you know, and crawling in those smocked outfits is not really like no, not conducive. But it's like she doesn't really need to crawl that much. Like it's yeah. like it's fine. Just sit there oh, and look yeah. cute. Yes. I'll just carry her everywhere. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. That's what I did with this one anyway. I'm still carrying him. He's three and he's still, mama hold me. Oh, I know. It's the best. Not to change subjects on you, but I do want to go over a couple of things that the store offers. Um, And it, y'all have clothing for men at JD Griffin, Mm -hmm. right? We do. And Mimi's, y'all have women and then home and then shoes and jewelry. Yeah. So we don't, we actually have kind of moved away from home. So we do have like a few candle lines. Um, but really okay. and truly we kind of have, we have a little few little gifty things, um, like some fragrances and things like that. But at this point we're mostly just clothing and accessories with a few, um, we have a few shoe. We have two shoe lines. We've carried Sam Edelman and Mark Fisher and that's it. Um, a new shoe store, which is amazing opened, um, down the street from us. And we were like, we're going to let y'all have this. Um, yeah. So they um, they carry all the shoes, which is great. Shoes are hard to carry, very yeah. hard. Yeah. Well, you have to have a lot more. You time. have to have a lot. They're very expensive to stock. Um, it's hard. You have to find space for them. <laughs> That's really hard. Um, so thankfully, we've kind of moved away from that a little bit. They're probably really grateful. They don't probably want to compete with you anyway. Well, and that's that's what's great because I'm like, when she opened, so the, the lady that opened it, her name's Lynn, and she actually worked with us for a while. Um, and she's amazing. I love her so much. And so she just said she wanted to open a shoe store. She's always said she wanted to do that. And um, so when she came to us and was like, hey, I think I'm going to do this. I was like, that is amazing. You should do that. Like, it's a need here. I mean, they've done, they've done really great. They just opened um, before Christmas. So they've had a really great you know, few months, you know, open. So I'm so excited for her. I know that you guys have Crosby and Julie Voss yeah. and Emily uh-huh. McCarthy and May Wearable Art, just to name a few. Yeah. But you guys have had the lounge sets and that was for <laughs> the winter time. And they have yes. like a old type geometric pattern on them. And everybody was going nuts. Nuts. Over. Yeah. I have no. to say, I don't usually toot our own horn, but we, we kind of hit those first. And now it's like, everybody's got them. He's <laughs> carrying them. Um, but we actually, funny you said that before we got on this podcast, I actually just loaded up, loaded a new set. Um, it's the same brand, same style, but it's like a pink tweed. It's um, like a light, light pink tweed. It's so gorgeous. Okay. Well, first of all, let me just tell you this. My girlfriend, Jessica, bought a set in Alabama for mm-hmm. like full the price. Yeah. And, it was, and it was another brand. It was triple the price. Yeah. And I told her about y'all. And then she went and bought, I, th- I think she bought the green one and the gray one from you guys. Well, thank you. And, and she might have, I think the black one she got in Alabama. Anyways, she had, she has a lot. She like she's my friend. That buys, buys things in every color. Uh-huh. And, I get that. So you're welcome. Um, but, <laughs> but speaking of, do y'all have a short version of it? 
so we had we don't right now we had like a short sleeve and um short like short like shorts set um but right now we just have i just sell the pants better people don't love shorts um you know we talk about like moms and a lot of these like everybody wants these pants so i've actually gone with like lighter fabric um but like still the pants in the top okay i need some short set i really need short sets for next week because i'm doing the vbs and i'm working in I said, I'm not going to do the children. I will do the babies of the workers that are volunteering their time. So I'm not the kid. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. That's a lot. So yeah, I'm going to do the babies because I got to, I got to get my baby fix. I and understand. So, gosh, I need some short sets and I haven't found anything that doesn't look like pajamas or I know frumpy. That's, that's tough. It's really, it's, it's hard. Like short sets are tough because they're a hard sell. Um, mm-hmm. And so a lot of people don't buy them. And so I, I, but I get also from the consumer where you're like, dang, like I want like a fun short set. Emily McCarthy makes some fun short sets. Okay. I'll have to look. Check on her website. She's got some cute ones. Well, I think she's coming to the Say It Southern conference or not conference. Sorry. Say It Southern getaway in Uh, Maybe. Mm -hmm. In September. I think I wonder if she is. I, I know she's good. I know she's friends with uh, Sarah and Courtney. And I just, I don't know. Maybe it hasn't been announced. I get this feeling like she's going to be there. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I, I, actually have not, I talked to her. I sent her a message before I announced I was pregnant and said, hey, listen, do you have one more monogram in you? Because you know, she's not doing that anymore. Um, and I said, do you have one more monogram in you for a, um, a Wainwright baby girl? And she was like, oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I'll do it. So she, that was my baby gift when Haynes was born. She did the most beautiful, like, couture monogram for him. And so she's going to do one for this little girl, too. So we're so excited. That's so sweet. Yeah, she's yeah. the best. Come to the getaway, but you're not you're not going anywhere. Athlete's not going anywhere, unfortunately. I know, like the Southern Sea probably isn't going to happen this year either, which I'm really sad about. I love the Southern Sea. Oh yeah, and then there's uh, the Supper Club and the New England Coastal Trio. There's like so many fun things. So many fun things. So I'm like, when all when my children are older, I can I'm going to be doing all the things. I love like seeing everybody. It's just fun to like connect in real life. Yes. Well, you have your own connectivity in real life because you have all those young girls in your store keeping you young <laughs> you are not lying they do they, they'll keep you straight for sure okay so what's coming up next for you um obviously a baby um in november um but right now i've got some fun things that i can't talk about yet personally coming um that i'm really excited about i have like a little collaboration coming soon um and so uh, i'm really excited about that um I'm- Excited too because I wanted it to. I want it to be bobble stockings. I'm don't answer, but well, but. it's not bobble stockings. Oh. But I have like put in a plug with Kate. I'm like Kate, like okay. you know the epilepsy foundation. Like would love a purple stocking. Um, um, so it's not. It's not with Kate, but maybe one day. I'm like I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna ask her. I'm like Kate. Um, and then I have some other like great partnerships coming up. Um, Haynes is doing some modeling this summer. Um, yeah, I can't share with who, but um, we're very excited about that. And then um, we just have we have several events at the store this this summer coming up. We have a Father's Day event in a couple of weeks. Um, and so my goal for the year is to really like plan out everything like six months in advance. And so we're going to have a lot of events and a lot of fun things coming. So um, stay tuned for all of that. We're, we're excited. We just un- unrolled a new website. 
So, you know, we're going to make, we're making it easier to shop and, but yeah, that's kind of where we are at this point. What is, what is y'all's website? Um, so it's mimisperry.com. And then y'all's Instagram. At Mimi's Perry. And then your personal blog, Instagram, I guess. I'm at Abilie Wainwright. Is there anything else you wanted to share with us today? I don't think so. Thank you so much for having me, though. Oh, well, thank you for coming on. I, I know it was a lot to talk about, but I just really wanted to have Haynes' story shared because it touched me. And I thought, well, Holy. I can't believe Thank you for giving me the space to share it. I'm so proud of him. I would talk about it all the time. So the last thing I will say is you are the most, you are the biggest advocate for your child and don't let anybody tell you differently. I had a doctor tell me once, um, and I've shared this all the time that I said, so he asked me a question and I said, well, I mean, you know, you know, you're the doctor. And he said, no, 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 no. He said, I may be the doctor, but you're the Haynes expert. Um, and so that's kind of stuck with me. And I'm like, you know what? I am. You're right. <laughs> you know your kid better than anyone else. So don't ever let anybody make you feel stupid. And if they make you feel stupid, find a different doctor. I like that. That's a good takeaway. Always trust your mommy instinct. Always. Biggest advocate for your child. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing part of your Thank day. you, Faye. Thank you. So I really enjoyed it. This is just a gentle reminder to get your tickets for the Say It Southern getaway at thesayitsouthern.com. This getaway is limited to 40 attendees. It is intimate, fun, and creative. It has wonderful guest speakers, culinary experiences, and plenty of time to connect and relax on the sugar sands of the bay. Don't forget there's luxe dinner parties, beach bonfires, and beautiful swag. So the only thing you have to worry about is what to wear. So make sure and get your ticket, and I'll see you in Fairhope.